sweetheart. I love you. Yeah. I love you so much. I thank God for you. Yeah, it's a whole new day. It's a whole new day. And I thank God that even though I receive fresh revelation upon revelation, I still know what I know. And I thank God for knowing all that I know today. You understand? The holidays are approaching. Next week is Thanksgiving. What are your plans? Are you going home? You have family coming here again? But you were surprised last year. They surprised you. Yeah. It was written all over your face. And you mentioned that. I tell you, I listen to everything you say. I pay attention to everything. Very closely what you say. Yeah. That's why I remember. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, we usually go, I have family, my mom's side is originally from Philadelphia. So we usually go to Philadelphia or we go to Connecticut. Last year I cooked, but this year, I don't even want no traditional food. I don't even think I want to do anything. I just want to kick back. You know, if my son was here, I'll, you know, I'll cook something. But I'm still going to cook, but it's not going to be the traditional food. You know, I'm just going to lay back and just, you know, whatever I feel led to do in my bedroom. I just want to be in my bedroom. You understand? I don't want to go anywhere. And I thank God that, you know, my family understands. Because usually, you know, some people be like, why not? No, get out of the house. Then, you know, they like, okay, it's all good. You know, you want to play? I'll let you know if I do. You know, thank you. I love you. Because they already know due to how they hear how God using me that God is, you know, he's doing something. He's doing something. And I thank God that they can see what he's doing. That I don't have to do no explaining. You understand? And I'm talking to you because you can relate. You know what it's like to just want to be, you know, home. You know? This is the second time God done this. Since, you know, my entire life. The first time I was 25 years old. And I did the opposite to what people usually do on the holiday. I fasted in my home by myself in the presence of God. And that's a time when you're around family and you eat. You understand? I was just led to do that. But God is just having me to feel like just, just wanting more of Him. Just personal time. Just wanting more personal time. You know? And we all have God now, you know, but the thing is, when God touched me, he touched me. And I don't want to build nobody's house and God touched me. I excuse myself about five times going to the bathroom and break down in somebody's bathroom because God touched me. And then pretending that he's not because once he touched me, there is no, you know, getting it together. I'm in the presence and it lasts sometimes for hours. So I just, you know, I said, join this. I love you. But I do want you, this is a unique looking plane, but I really want you to enjoy, enjoy, you know, I know you talk to your mom a lot, I pray to God it's every day, you know, your family, you know, but no, we are your family too, we all love you, we all love you, we all need you, <laughs> I love sharing you. 
yell. It took some growing. Let me share with you what the things that God has had me to, you know, learn. I never had a temper. But when it came to you, I found myself getting easily angry. Because I felt your rejection. And I felt it back in return. And I was like pissed. I was like, hmm. I was really pissed at you. And I was, I was talking to a sister, your sister one time, and I said, you know what? Maybe it's the reason why we didn't hook up back in the past because we would have been at home fighting. But I didn't mean that. But I was still angry at you. I would never fight. I don't fight. You know that. Would hurt a fly. But I was just so angry at you. It's like, get on my nerves. I'm friending him. I comment on nothing else. Don't never reply back. You give me things back. Don't talk to me. He's mean. Y'all keep saying he's nice. I don't see no nice. I see mean. Pissing me off. I don't want this. Forget it. So many times. And God had to deal with that. Why are you? And the thing is, God was like, why are you so upset? Why can he get you that upset? No one else can. No one else has. Why did you allow that to happen from him? And God was working on something. And I was like, what do you mean God? God wanted me to confess it. He said, why do it bother you so much? God wanted me to say it. He wasn't going to say it for me. I was like, because I feel like I'm being rejected. And why does it bother you to be rejected by him? If it didn't matter. Why does it matter? Because I'm in love with him. And God was like, ah, you're in love with him. God already knew. He wanted me to know. That I was in love with you. And I didn't know how to handle that. I was angry for being in love and not getting my way. You know? And it's to be expected. It's to be expected. Because it's not your way or my way. It's God's way. And God, well, indeed dealt with me with that. I was so angry at you because I was so in love with you. Was so I am so in love with you. I never felt that way for no ever. That was the first time. And you wasn't showing me the love in return. And I understand that it took some preparation on your end too to get the way you are now. Being as though I know who you are now. And another thing God worked with me on is, you know, opening up, expressing myself to you. And that's why God did not tell me what to say, what not to say. He just let me express and had me to learn from my own mistakes, being as though, you know, I'm a, a born again, you know, being born again, period. Oh, God. Being born again, period. And... It's just amazing that how I grew, you know, I was expressing myself so much, you know. And then I was like, why 
Is he sitting back laughing at me? Because he never heard me talk like this. I never felt like this. I never thought like this. It just has to come out. That God had you to hear every time. And I learned that another thing God did was make sure whatever you talk about that you do, that you do. I don't ever have to impress you. And I never had someone in my life, you know, as far as the opposite sex in such a way that was only for me. Because it, it seems as if I always had to share. And I wasn't rocking like that. And at first when I was like, God, everybody loves him. Everybody want to be around him. They know him longer than me, of course, naturally. And I understand that they always been there. But is there any room for me? God had to teach me that too. And that's why I love sharing you to the world. Sharing you with the world. And everyone in it. Everything in it. And then I didn't know how to deal with my love for you while I see you. And not want to walk up and, you know, hug you. I never knew how to be in love and wait for the time. That to me was a challenge. And it's not the wait, it's the fact that you're not able to express the way how you know how you feel to express because you're not, you're not led to. And it doesn't take just you, it takes two to entangle, to exchange. taught me that too. I didn't know how I was going to get through the, those days and look at me today. I was like, Father, this love is too much for me to not be able to see him or talk to him. Why is this happening to me? I'd rather just go home. Let me do my assignment and go home. Matter of fact, I don't even want to do my assignment. I just want to go home. That was too much. I never, I didn't know how to deal with it. No. And then I realized you always felt that way. And that's another thing God had to teach me. How to forgive myself from what I know. I had no idea you were in love with me or even you heard from God. Because so many other guys just saw an opportunity to see a woman who's fired up for God, you know, beautiful inside out. Who wouldn't want that? Honestly, come on. Not just me, I mean a person, period. Beautiful on the inside out and love God. Bold for God in such a way. And many people just wanted to show me off. Or to make it seem like they doing something. Or whatever they, the reason was. It just wasn't God's. Basically. And then you came. You know. 
but but had me to know that you were in law with me when I seen you. Remember that day when I came back and I just came to the altar and I just went flat on my face. <laughs> and it happened to be right in front of you. You were on a step. You guys was on the steps that time. You came closer to engage. It was one of the first times you guys began to engage more closely. And I collapsed. But the thing is, when I waved at you, the way how you waved back and your eyes lit up again, I was like, oh my gosh. This man still loved me? I confessed with the word love for the very first time. It came out of my spirit. And I was like, love? He loved me? He loved me? I didn't hear about you then. I just knew that you loved me. I was like, he loved me. Man, his feelings faithful. He still feel like that. It was written all over your face, over your wave and everything. Your wave was just like, you know, I'm still in love with you. Good to see you. And I didn't know then. But when God said to me, I was like, what? So all this time, <laughs> he was trying to tell me. I had to get healed from that. I'm just, you know, I'm testifying the things I got healed from during preparation. And I had to get healed from that. And I wanted to drink so much. And honestly, you know, there were times that I did. I don't want to keep that from you. I would never keep nothing from you. And I buy like shots. And I drink shots. And because I didn't want to be here anymore. I was like, what have I done? And then I looked at your pictures. And I could see... The transformation of the healing and all of them. I went all the way back to the years like 2000, I think, what, 11, you know, 12, 15. You knew all that time. And I can see some of the videos, like, I can see the healing. I can see sometimes that you, you know, you're still going through it, you know. And I saw all of that in your face. And. I was like, like a video you made, please excuse my voice. You was like, it's been a rough day, it's been a rough day, but God is good. God is good. That video, I saw all in your face. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. What have I done to this man? And then I brought this old man to church and everything. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do? so angry. I didn't want to be here anymore. Then I realized I can't go out like this. I stopped buying shots. Shot bottles. And that night I um, the women's conference I received my healing. That night I cried out to you. 
I'm so glad that that part of me feeling that way inside is over. fresh start I messaged you and was like the song in your heart just because yeah right and God said to me you did not like that forgive me because it was taken as if I was taking you for granted never would do a thing like that, ever. I just knew that you were talking about me, but I wasn't passionate about my words because I knew how much you cared. I just want to say thank you. I got healed from immaturity. I got healed from, you know, being selfish, unaware. I thank God, most importantly, I got healed from being deceived. And other things, what else did God work with me on? Oh, yeah. I was saying when I give my body over to you, I want to, you know, I don't want no stomach. <laughs> I don't want you to see a stomach. <laughs> I, I was like, you know, I got to work. God was like, work on that now. <laughs> I said, God, can I work on it? Like, when it get close to the time, I said, work on that now. <laughs> don't lose it just for him. Lose it for you. Because you don't want... Now, it's not a stomach. It's just a little pouch. I'm used to having, a, you know, a six-pack. Even an eight-pack. You can still see the arch. But you can still see a pouch. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want that when I'm very... <laughs> that's, that's definitely not going to be that. So God say work work on that now. The things that I don't want that I can change, work on that now. That's another thing that, you know, I, you know, receive it on my end. The things that's taking place of preparation that, you know, God was like, work on that now. You know. I just thank God that I'm a very clean person. And let me testify. When I before I got my divorce, I told you I was in my car. But it was always just pretty much me and my son all the time. Go figure. And remember, I told you he was going to church to church. And I was paying for hotels, 150 175 a night. And I went to this shelter hotline. That's where the churches were. And they placed me, you know, in a, in a place. And it's temporary. It's a temporary, like, uh, what you call it, independent living. That's what they did last year, around, what, March. And it was all three of our names on the, you know, paperwork. And when they came back, they was like, um, this man is never here. Then they came back. His stuff is in the, in the living room. 
and they saw a mattress on the living room floor, they knew that something was going on, but I didn't want them in my business. But God was like, don't lie. Tell them the truth. And I said, well, I'm getting a divorce. And they got look, wanted to get a little detail with it. And I just said, we'll put it like this. Um, what's not for you is not for you. So I don't have nothing bad to say about anybody. I'm not a person to be with someone or be or do something. And then when it's not around anymore or, some, or they did something that, that you don't like, you want to talk about them. No, because you weren't talking about them when you were with them. So don't do it when they're not around. That's how I am. I have nothing bad to say about anybody. Because I wasn't saying nothing bad when I was in that mess. You understand? And it's just like, um, they was just like, you know, had a temporary place. They took his name off. Filed for the divorce. Got that very fast. You know about that. And, you know, the place that they, you know, have me is, you know, to be permanent, you know, elsewhere without paying, still, you know, not paying anything. Went from 1644 and been getting that paid, but don't have to pay nothing. You know about that too. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, I thank God for everything that's taking place. I'm trying to beat around them. I'm trying to beat around. Okay. God said testify to you. Okay, the unit that I'm in is, is for families temporarily until they place you permanently in the same complex. Now you still pay, which I was, but now I thank God for months I didn't have to pay anything. And it's fa- other families been here before me and mine's got here. So it's not like it's you know, you know, well put together, or you know, it came furnished, it came furnished, and all of that. And I was just so grateful because I am grateful because coming straight from a car, hotels, to a roof over your head—that's a you know—that's a praise. But everything is, you know, it's already been furnished when we got here. Other families were here before us, and other families will be here when we leave. You understand. But I think God that is how God wanted to be. Because it seemed like all these realtors calling me, it doesn't work out. They even try to get me to uh, move in here, move in another unit over there. That still haven't worked out. So it's like I've just been here, you know. And I'm like, okay, God, whatever you're doing, you know. You, you know, whenever you want me to go, I'm going to go. You understand. I'm just here. Just waiting on God pretty much for the next move. But everything in here, like the bed, and I, and I know you heard, you know, the bed. And the thing is, I was like, okay, God, I don't want him to hear the bed, you know, in the background. You know, and the thing about it is, because it already came furnished. Some people, when they do things for other people, they feel as though it's coming out their pocket. And they don't put their heart in it. So, instead of like providing, you know, a new bed, which other people slept on, they always kept plastic on it. But I, I did the opposite. I took it off. I didn't want what everybody else had. But the bed, the mattress itself, you know, you can tell it's been for years. And I am um, grateful, you know, just to have a bed. You understand? 
But the thing, the thing is, I could have been bought a new bed, but I'm not gonna buy a new bed in a temporary place. And God, you know, for His purpose, want me to just say these things to you, you know, like the walls, you know, it been, uh, you could tell, it been kids here before, scarred up the walls, crayons, and all of that. And I was about to scrub the wall, and God was like, "No, that's not your place." But for now, just make the best of it. You understand? And that's why they say you're the most cleanest family we ever had in this complex, in this program. Because everything looks as if it is my place (laughs) permanently until God sent me to the permanent spot. You understand? But I just wanted to share that with you. A lot of things I don't buy. And my mom, she gets so upset with me. She gives me things I don't open them yet. Like she gave me a beautiful, like it's a hang up thing. Hang it, it's like a beautiful hanging. Um, put all your jewelry, you know, your makeup and all that in it, and you can hang it on your door, you know, of your closet, and you know, you can just it's easy to get your jewelry and know which way it is, how it looks, and all of that. It's organized. And my mother, no, I we me and my mom, we're really big on organized. I'm trying to tell you, we are very, very organized. And I, I didn't open it yet. She was upset. Like, why didn't you open it? I got that for you. Mom, I don't want to open that in this place. I want to wait till I move to my permanent place where I can just, you know, and then I feel more to decorate. I'm not going to buy things upon the wall that don't even belong to me right now. You know, so things like that. And, and I was like, you know, not, you know, she's like, did she buy me like, you know, she loved like aroma, you know, therapy, like, you know, smells. That's why I get all that from the smells and stuff. And, you know, and she always got the mist in the air, nice, beautiful smell, you know, it's the, the nice, it, it clarifies the air with a nice, you know, misty smell, whatever fragrance she chooses to have. And she got me one and I haven't used it yet. Why not? Because it's nothing. <laughs> I want to wait to do that when I go to my play, my permanent place. You understand? So God has had me to explain those things. And even like the dishes and stuff. I don't buy dishes. They were already here. But like pots and stuff, my mom gave me that. The old pot. I didn't want nobody else to think that they had. But they re- they bought the um the dishes the dishes and stuff was brand new. They're not gonna have families eat off the same place. But it's how they, you know, they're not going to buy you the best because they feel as though it's better than what you had. So, you know, you're grateful for that. But a lot of times when I take pictures of, you know, my dishes, I mean, you know, trying to get the, you know, the plate to be a certain way. Because I'm like, no, that's not what I would have bought for me. But, you know, I'm grateful for it. You understand? I'm into colors. You understand? So I just like things like that. But I just wanted to explain that to you because, uh, like my mom, she was like, you know, invite me for dinner to come in. You know, I don't mind. You come. She comes in all the time. Before just to sit in the living room with me, I don't feel like this is mine for me just to sit around and lounging. No. You know, I want, I want to, you know, decorate and do what I do. You know, that's what I like. You understand? Like, you know, Jesus, I love you. Thank you so much for everything. And, you know, I, I love the fact that. I know that it's God that had me to testify this and know that you are a great friend, best friend of mine, because God would not have me to say this to anybody else. And and years ago, I would have been very embarrassed to even say so. If, if I would have said so, I wouldn't have said anything. No, I wouldn't have said anything. But that's the reason, like, you hear the, the bed, because the bed has been used so many, for years. 
And I was not going to buy a new mattress to put it in a place where I'm not going to be. I'd rather just start fresh to the new place, whatever that be. You understand? But I'm just so grateful, though. That's why I, I barely, that's what they say you are. But I'm looking at my place and seeing how clean I am and organized I am. They're like, wow. Like, you buy soap? I'm like, nobody wants soap. Let's not even get into that. But anyway, um, I just, just wanted to explain that to you, you know. Because it's like you can tell, you know, certain ways, certain things, you know, about the background in people's home. It's not easy to find a good place in here to, to take a good portrait. <laughs> but in the same spot, if you look at all my videos, you notice I'm sitting in the same spot every time, right? That's the only good spot I got <laughs> right now. You understand? That's right, right here where I'm standing <laughs> by my wall on the floor. You know, so you won't see too much wall space because, they, you know, you can tell the people that were here before, the before, the before. You understand? They, uh, yeah, was a little, uh, you know, what you call it, destructive. <laughs> but I just thank God, though. You know, I really thank God for getting us out the car and getting us from the different churches and even out the hotels. Because even the hotels were beginning to be dangerous because someone got murdered in the two rooms down from where we were. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And that's the cheapest hotel in the area? $175 a night? <sighs> Which happened to be a strip? Oh, God. I'm just so grateful, sweetheart. You know? I'm so thankful. I'm just so thankful. You understand? And... The, one of the reasons, oh, God, you got me really testifying. Oh, God. Father. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Sweetheart. In the past, when you were, you know, reaching out to me, I felt the same way. But I got angry. I got angry. I got angry because I can feel coming from you that you were going to get me out of my situation. So I thought that you looked at my situation, looked at me not having a car, having an apartment, you know, pretty much low income. You understand? What a son. And I felt like I was prejudged because you were selling yourself so much like I could do this, like I'm going to do. And it's been times that you even, you know, presented yourself that way in our messages. You was talking about your business. And that's when you had the name CEO first before you had the name that you have. You had CEO and something else. It was like a microphone. It was some kind of some kind of graphic picture in the background on that page. And was it a keyboard or microphone? It was something like that. And it was, a, um, the name was CEO something. And you was like, you know, have my own business. You know, I, you know, take good care of you. I was getting all of that from you. And I was like, what did he think? I can't take care of myself. What do you think he's going to save me like I'm a dancer? So I wanted to prove to you that I, I can do things. I can do things. Not. <laughs> I 
I don't want no one to look at me and feel sorry for me. I don't want no one to look at me and think I can't do anything. Or I don't have anything. You understand? And that's how you looked at me. Like I didn't have anything. Like you had so much to bring. As if I already had nothing. And I have everything. Why don't you think I care about money? I don't care about any of that stuff. I care about people. Don't care about materials. And you do. You do. You care. And it's okay to enjoy, but you care. You understand? You care about those things. I don't know now, but you did at the time. And I saw you as complete opposite to me. And every time I would deny, every time Holy Spirit would even think to say something, I would say, nope. No. Because he's not going to have me thinking that he's coming to save the day. I'm all right. Don't think that you come in to bring me a good life as if my life was not good. And you know how you was presenting yourself. You were selling yourself a lot. And that's why you got very frustrated like... What does she don't want? I offered everything. That's the thing. You offered everything but you. You never offered me you. You offered me a ride. You offered me your money. You, I mean, you were selling yourself. You didn't come out and just say here's money and all that. You were offering me everything materialistically. As if I was going to be quick to jump on it and say, heck yes. No. It's not that it wasn't the will of God. It's just that you weren't ready. Just because you heard about me and I'm your wife, you weren't ready. You weren't ready. You were very quick to speak and you would speak your mind and tell it like it is. And I was the complete opposite. I don't care and didn't care about material things you did I didn't look to the future by naturally caring about the future because I took no thought for tomorrow but knowing my future still in God's hands you plant your own future by building materialistic things to you that was the blessed life to have materials to have the finest things but I always saw something missing And that was the love. You never showed me the love. Because if you showed me the love, you would have came to me yourself. You always sent someone to do it for you. You weren't ready. You weren't ready. God said to me, that time, I was very religious without even being aware. And I never thought I would even say that. And it wasn't bad. I was becoming religious. Let me say that. I was becoming that way. 
Meaning that I didn't want to be around anybody. I just wanted to be by myself. I would fellowship, but I didn't see anybody at the time on my level. And that was very immature thinking. Because I need every single one of you. And by me thinking that way at the time, I wasn't ready. And you, see the thing is, you cannot allow your anointing to go to your head. It was going to my head. Because all I kept hearing is people telling me. But the thing is, another part, I never lost humility. And that's why I come to the specific sister, where it's your sister, every time about certain things. Because she would tell me like it is. And many people would tell me what I want to hear. They just for some reason thinking that I, I don't get weak. I don't need prayer. You understand? I'm human too. And God was saying to me, I was becoming religious and you was arrogant. You were very arrogant to me, huh? You thought you were better because of the things you had. But you never you know, presented yourself to be that way. But I saw that through you. Not even aware I can see through you because I'm, you know, created to be with you. I saw everything through you all the time that many others did not see. And I didn't like it. And I kept saying no. Even when you go up there and minister the Holy Spirit, I'd be like, no. Even when I was sitting next to that man, Holy Spirit still trying to say something like, no. Don't you see me with this man? Holy Spirit wasn't listening to that. You had a red pair of jeans on one day. I was like, no. Look at him. No. He thinking he's coming to save the day as he, like I'm a damsel in distress. He has an attitude problem. He lived off materialistic things. No. He didn't even come to me and say anything. He sent other people. No. And it didn't happen. And then it dawned on me. Holy Spirit began to touch me. That day when we went to that homegoing service of the gentleman. I saw you there with a red shirt on. You was beside, you know, your sister in Christ. And she had a look with you like, you know, you're okay. It's like you was a, like you looked like you wanted to break down. Because I was there. Like you were angry and still bothered at the same time. Like why is she here? And I kept looking at you. And I know you noticed I was. And I was looking like. I wonder if I went along with what he was trying to tell me. Would I be more happier there than how I am here? Because I was far from happy where I was. I was beginning to look at my life. What would it have been like with you? And it was the same day I introduced you to the man that I wrongfully married. And then I saw how you opened the door. Like, I'm like, why is he angry? He not over it yet? Because you know, but it was not the time. It wasn't the time. 
God was not going to have you marry me the way you were or the way I was. It wasn't the time. You understand? Not saying after that how long it would have been for the time. But what I can say, the time is now. And how God does it now. You understand? I thought it was the time then I didn't hear. God said it wasn't the time. He's starting to answer things. That I didn't even ask. It wasn't the time. You just knew, but it wasn't the time. You were supposed to be patient and wait till I hear. And not even just that, but you, the way how you did it. Like she gonna want me, cause I, I'm a catch. But it was everything that I didn't want. I mean, that I didn't care for. I cared about you. People, not things. You never came to me and said anything. How are you? Would you like to go out sometime? If you would have said that, I would have said yes. Even if you would have asked me, can you take me home and not send somebody to take me home? I would have said yes. Because you asked me. You can't get mad. It didn't go your way. When you didn't do it in the way it should have been done. Okay. I thank God that. All of that is past. All of that is behind. You understand. I had no idea I was going to say any of this. But God did. He's very intentional. Don't ever send anybody my way. You come. Even times, I know everything you do, sweetie. And I mean knowing when it comes to a motive. You have same people listening. And I'm okay with that. But they do it. They listen too. But mostly because they love you. You will talk about me. You will get things together. You will plan things. You will do all of that. With other people in your corner. But you don't include me. You understand? I'm only going along with the preparation the way it is because I love you. Because I love you. You understand? I'm only going along with it because I love you. I'm not going to make up anything and make it a reason as to why to make myself get a better understanding. If I don't understand, I don't have to understand to go along with the plan. You understand? I'm big on communication, 
very big. If you're going to marry me, you communicate with me and not everybody else about me. You understand? Showing me that you're trustworthy. Not even just trustworthy about you being with somebody else physically, sexually. I mean trustworthy always. Mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And right now, I really don't feel that you're trustworthy emotionally. Because I said things to you and I gave you instructions as to just you here. And what did you do? You let others hear. They wasn't supposed to hear that. It was only for you to hear. Even times when I talked about you expressing my love, which I wasn't used to doing, my bad for coming out like that, and you still let them hear. There's no telling on my end. Look at my end. I don't know who you had to hear. They shouldn't have heard that. You should have just went straight to God about that. See, that's another difference. You understand? I would go to God about everything. I'm not going to marry you and I'd be the last to find out things. Even if I found out things from you. And you tell others first, but I'm your other half. It can't be that way. I won't even marry you if it be that way. I won't. I would say no. You understand? The preparation is the way it is because that's how you want it. If you didn't want it, it wouldn't be. And I'm okay with that. But it's not how I would have done it, to be honest with you. That's another difference. That should be the same. I'm open to talk to you. You're not open with me. You're still easy to get embarrassed. You're still overly emotional. Because you feel like you, you want to do something that you're advised that you cannot. That's another thing. You give me no explanation knowing who I am. No explanation as to why you did what you did. At one point, sweetie, I was going to take you off of hearing things of me. Because I said, how would he get satisfaction to hear my end and I not hear his? That's not going to happen. And then God said, we don't do evil for evil. We don't do tick for that. Let him hear let him hear I'm a very very powerful woman my love for you is not from this world the way how I love you has been done for the very first time 
in this planet, on this planet, regarding anybody. Because there's only one me who can be me, how God created me, to love you. And to walk around knowing who you are finally. And you always know, since you know, and you exclude me. These words are not to have you feel heavy hearted. It's for me to open up and tell you how I really feel. And I still love you. I still get up here and talk about you, missing you, sitting and saying that. Me not to talk to you. Me not to see you. I'm not asking you to marry me. How can we build anything without even you even personally getting to know me verbally? Don't sit here and tell me there's a set day for you to get to know me verbally. There's no such thing. It's like saying there's a set, a set day for you to show respect for me. There's a set day for you to open up your mouth to me. Now understand. I understand a set day for marriage. A set day for anniversary. A set day. You understand to date or whatever. But to spend time with me. To spend time with me. So I have to go along on how you want things to be. Did you even ask, is that how God wanted to be? I want you to enjoy the holiday. Enjoy this Thanksgiving like never before. You have a lot to be thankful for. You understand? I pray to God that these words touch you. Seriously. Seriously. Greater is he who is in us than he is in the world. I love you.